What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Babbles Nonsense Podcast, where I'm your host, Jonna, and I'm flying solo today. It's a whole new year, and we're back. We took a month holiday break off for Christmas and New Year's, but that's what exactly what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Christmas traditions, New Year's Eve resolutions, and so forth and so forth. So I hope you're here for it and super excited to be back. So we'll get started in a minute. All right. (laughs) So weird doing like an intro and then starting the podcast off without someone here to introduce them. But yeah, it's just me today. I'm your host, Jonna. So if you have not listened to the podcast, definitely recommend going back and listening to some episodes. Got some great stuff. But before we start the podcast, I cannot believe it's almost been a year since I started this. We started it, or we, I started it in January of last year, January 23rd to be exact. I remember because it was right before my best friend Mal's birthday and Lori's birthday. And yeah, we started this and I was like, oh, we'll see what happens. It started kind of out of boredom, needed a new hobby, was like, I have so much to say because I was such an angry person, still am, you know, working on that. (laughs) But It's been a great year. I've had some amazing guests. It's helped me step out of my social anxiety box and get to know a lot of people, go and interview female-owned businesses here in Huntsville, and we're definitely getting back to that. I have some interviews that I've already set up, some coming along the way that y'all are going to love. But anyways, this episode specifically is more about Christmas and New Year's because it just passed. We took a holiday break during that and I didn't really do a podcast on that. So I wanted to touch back on it. And maybe y'all are sick and tired of hearing about holidays once you're through them. They can be exciting, but also stressful. But I listen to a lot of podcasts as well. And I do like the formatting of a lot of the reality stars that I listen to, like Lala Kent, Katie Maloney, the Bella Twins, those type people. And I love how they talked about their traditions in New Year's. So it got me thinking and writing down on paper what exactly I wanted to do for my New Year's. Um, Not necessarily resolutions, but we'll get into that later. We're going to start off with Christmas. Obviously, it's first. And I went to Instagram and Facebook to kind of poll and see what people did for Christmas traditions because when I was growing up, we didn't really have a lot of traditions. I wouldn't necessarily say other than your typical put cookies out for Santa, you go to bed early and you don't wake up until, you know, your parents are awake and you can go down to the living room. Um, as y'all probably know my story from past episodes, and if you don't, then I'm just going to kind of give you a breakdown. I grew up very poor in a trailer park, um, come a long way since then. So we didn't really have a lot of money to do a lot of the things most people submitted, saying like gingerbread houses and things like that. But this year, my sister has tried to start a tradition for our family because she has a little girl and um, a teenage son now, and my niece and my mom actually made a gingerbread house and my mom was very excited because that was the first gingerbread house she had ever made. So I hope they carry on that tradition for our family. And we also decorated, well, we were going to decorate some sugar cookies. Well, I guess we did. (laughs) Um, the icing turned out crazy, nasty. Um, not sure what happened there, but we did get some like cake icing to decorate the sugar cookie. So hopefully we'll continue that. And it's also been since I've obviously been in healthcare for 10 going on 11 years, uh, I've always worked either Christmas Eve or 
Christmas Day. So didn't really have a lot of traditions going back home other than we just kind of go and hang out. So maybe that is our tradition. We just hang out and um, we enjoy the time that we do have. But a lot of people said that they do Christmas breakfast as a big tradition of theirs, like whether it be baking like a casserole where it's egg, sausage, whatever, and or cinnamon rolls or just whatever your family homemade recipe is. So that was a big thing that people said their biggest tradition for Christmas was, was a good Christmas breakfast. Now, some people said that they had to eat their breakfast before they were allowed to open their gifts, which I think is very cool in a way, in a sense, because you're having to have that family time to remember what the holiday is about before you just go and tear gifts apart. Because I do think as a society, we really do forget what Christmas, the spirit of Christmas and celebrating Jesus's birthday is all about. And it's about giving and not ripping into gifts. (laughs) But, um, a lot of people said the gingerbread houses was a big tradition in their family that they did that on Christmas Eve. And then the specific dinners that you have um, cook on Christmas night. Um, And then another one was that they opened their Christmas stockings before they were allowed to open their big Christmas gifts, which I find interesting because I guess if we had to say that the stockings was the tradition, then in my family when I was growing up, our stockings were always last. Which is funny because your stockings don't have the best gifts in them, but they were just always the last thing that you opened because it was your candy and your knickknacks and things like that in there. So a lot of good Christmas traditions that um, was submitted. And one of my friends said that she, when when we talk about the Christmas breakfast, she said that she continued her um, mom's tradition of cooking their breakfast after she had passed. So that was very sweet and commend her for doing that. And I hope now that I have my own house, I'm hoping that maybe I can start some traditions here in Huntsville and maybe my family can come up and we can come up with some traditions. But I do have my Huntsville family, shout out to Callie and George that I'm very appreciative and thankful for because I have always been invited to their family's house for Christmas Eve and Christmas if I wasn't working since, you know, obviously if I'm working I can't drive all the way to my hometown, which is an hour and 15 minutes away and get there when I work a shift like 7A to 7P. So they would always let me come to their house and they're super sweet and they do have a great family and they have traditions in their family that I'm now part of. So on Christmas Eve, they always do like cocktails or snacks or wine or whatever. And a game is played, whether it be um, dirty Santa or something like that. There was always like gifts exchanged with the extended family and my friend Megan and Mal, Megan is vegan and Mal is vegetarian. So Megan always cooks a vegan dinner. And then I love how their family has gotten more involved in that as the years have progressed as like, cause she's been vegan for 10 plus years, which trying to get her on the podcast for that, (laughs) but I can't seem to convince her yet. And, um, her family, like her mom has been more vegetarian now, the more that her daughter has been vegan, which obviously when you're around it, that's just kind of what you do. Cause when I go on vacation with them, I tend to eat more vegetarian slash vegan as well. I don't know why I just said slash as if I was writing it, but y'all get the point. Um, and then her stepdad has started to cook them vegan options as well, but on their Christmas day, we, they do do a big dinner at night and I'm always invited to that. So thank y'all for always having me in your family. <laughs> and we're going to move on to New Year's because that's the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about. 
I know it's odd. I've never been really a big Christmas person. And I don't know if it was because I did grow up without traditions or if it was because from uh, from the time I was 23, I think I graduated 23, 24 till now, I have um, always worked. So I don't know if it's just because I don't look forward to it because it was work and it was a holiday or what, but never been the biggest on Christmas. I was always more of a big Thanksgiving fan just because of the family that gathered, but we're not talking about Thanksgiving. We're moving on to New Year's. So one of my biggest things that I've always been curious about is do people actually do New Year's resolutions or do they believe in them? Because it's not something I've ever really cared for. I've never sat down and been like, I'm going to do these resolutions or this, you know, whatever. I consider it more of a goal thing, which obviously that's what resolutions are. They're the goals you want for the year. So the definition of the resolution, New Year's resolution, is actually a promise to do something different in the new year. And the reason why that I researched to like why people do this was it was something to exercise regularly through the year to kind of give you that blank slate going forward to give you more of a like positive vibe, I guess, in the new year, because everyone's like, okay, it's a new year. It's going to be like, like people say new year, new me. I've always said New Year's same me, but maybe I need to switch it up and maybe I need to make a new me and actually sit down, write out some goals and go for it. And one of the things, I don't know where I heard this at, it might've been a podcast, but I thought it was really cool that one of their traditions was they wrote down on paper on New Year's Eve, like things they wanted to leave behind in the, in the, the past year before it struck midnight and they would write it down, set it free and burn it. So thought that was cool. May do that again. And I'm hoping I'm not saying cool a lot, which I know I just said it like four times because I had already recorded this podcast and then I had to re-record it when I listened to it because I literally said cool 5,000 times. So going to try to quit doing that. <laughs> Maybe I need to make that a new year's resolution. Um, but yeah, so I also looked up like why people fail at their New Year's resolutions because me and my neighbor were having a, we were just having a conversation one day and we were talking about this, which kind of sparked the idea of wanting to do um, a podcast on it. And she said that one of her New Year's resolutions was to give up Amazon for a year. And I was like, girl, that is insane. I don't know how anyone would do that. She said she made it four months, but that's really good to go four months without Amazon. So why people fail from what I have found on the internet, Dr. Google, um, people make them more negative about themselves, like saying that they're going to start a diet or lose weight or whatever it has. It's more of a negative connotation instead of a positive connotation. So it makes you feel bad about yourself internally and you don't even realize you're doing it and it can create anxiety that goes along with that. And I started thinking about that. I was like, wow, that really is true. And maybe that's why I've never done resolutions because I've always thought like if I want to do something like start a new diet or, you know, go to the gym more or focus on my physique or whatever it be, I don't need to wait until the new year. Like if I want to start that in October, why am I like, well, you know, it's really towards the end of the year. Let me start that in January. I get the point of it. It's like, well, there's all these holidays coming up. Let me get through these and then I'll start in the new year. Completely understand that. It's kind of like when you go to the gym, like I'm a regular gym goer. I go four or five times a week, depending on my work schedule. And the January always sucks going to the gym for someone who typically regularly goes because all of your machines are taking. And it's not that I care that someone is in the gym trying to go, but it's like, hey, stick with it. Don't, don't burn yourself out. That's 
one of the biggest things I think we do is we say we're going to do something and we're so hyped about it that we do it so much that you just burn yourself out. So, um, went to the gram and Facebook again to do a poll on the new year's resolutions and 90% of y'all said that you don't do new year's resolutions and 10% said that they did. So I'm definitely part of the 90% that said no, but this year I think I'm actually going to set some goals, more goal oriented things for myself that I actually just want to help me grow and be a better person. And I'm going to share them with y'all. I think that if you know me, I'm definitely more of a pessimistic person. <laughs> My aunt tells me that for sure. So if you're listening, Aunt Debbie, this is for you. I'm going to try to see the positive side of things without getting frustrated. And if, I mean, obviously this is trying to change your behavior, so it's going to be hard. So that's my biggest one that I want to do. I want to be more positive. I also want to be more mindful. I want to be more mindful of how my interactions are with people. I want to be present with that, with those. Like I want to put my phone down. If I'm at dinner, coffee, drinks, whatever, I might just turn my phone off. Well, if it's a date, probably won't do that. Cause what if I get kidnapped? But like if it's with someone I know, I might just turn my phone off so that I can actually enjoy the interaction, be mindful, be present and go from there. I've definitely started listening um, to mindful, uh, what's it called? Mindful, uh, mindful meditation. When I go to bed, um, I listen to the like drifting off with gratitude and things that are already kind of setting me up to be more positive. And I've been doing that for a couple of months. I didn't wait for the new year, but I'm definitely putting it on my list to look at every day to do this. Also want to try to think before I speak because I'm really bad about that. And if y'all listen on the podcast, you know that I am because I get super excited and I interrupt, interrupt, interrupt people. That is one thing that I need to quit doing. I have to stop interrupting people. So I also want to, if you know me, I'm pretty healthy eater. I'm gluten-free, dairy-free. I want to eat like the most what's the word? Like I tried to be a vegetarian for a while and I couldn't, but I also want, but like, I also wanted to eat less meat for the, like just for my own purposes and inflammatory, anything that was inflammatory, I wanted to kind of decrease in my diet. And I was, I'm actually really pretty good about doing that because I have an autoimmune disease and the more clean I eat, the better my autoimmune disease becomes and the less medicine I have to take for my thyroid. And then my thyroid medicine actually works. But since about end of October or November of last year, I kind of let that sit on the back burner. And I used to be really hard on myself about that. But um, this year, I'm not going to be. Um, Well, this year, okay, back it up. (laughs) Like I decided to not be as hard on myself as I have been in the past if I did eat gluten, dairy, whatever. Um, Because I was going through some stress with work changes and just stress in my life. And I was like, you know, I'm just not going to stress out so much about the food at this point. But now that it is a new year and now that my work has kind of leveled out and the stress in my life has decreased, then I want to get back to where I used to be. But I also want to keep it at the point where it's like not so obsessive and I can you know, be lax. And if I do want to go have a treat or go on a vacation or travel, kind of like when me and my friend went to New York, I said, you know what? Dairy it is because I'm going to eat some New York pizza. Gluten it is. And I'm drinking alcohol and that's just what it's going to be. But I just want to be more healthy for my 
autoimmune condition, not necessarily for weight loss, because that's what it used to be in the past. I wanted to be, you know, a macro counter and eat as clean and healthy as possible more for weight loss versus the health aspect of it. But this year, I'm going to try to focus more on my nutrition and workouts based on being a healthier person, not just a physique aspect of it. So, um, also want to worry less because I tend to worry about things that don't matter and I let it really cause internal stress where it's bad guys. (laughs) I'm going to start therapy this year. So we'll probably talk about that on the podcast. I start next week actually, and we'll, we'll talk about that. I think it's a great thing to do. I think it's a great thing to talk about. Hopefully this is the right therapist for me. I've tried several in the past that I just never vibed with or thought that it was helping. So hopefully this is the one. So yeah. And also want to work less. I work, I've always worked two jobs. I'm 34 years old. I've always worked two jobs and I always say that I never have time to travel, date, do anything because of my working. Well, that's always going to happen if I don't Number one, become more mindful, like I said I was going to do, be more positive, and just go for it. So yeah, I'm also going to go on some dates this year, so that will probably be an interesting topic on the podcast, because dating is awkward, and I don't like it. (laughs) If you're listening to this, and you're going on dates with me, super awkward. But I also um, follow this influencer. I'm not sure if y'all know who she is, but her name is Rumi Bader. I definitely want y'all to check her out if you don't. She's hilarious. She um, is a body positive girl. She just wants to like fill you full of laughter. It's funny, but she posted what people submitted to her. And since she has a big following what their new year's resolutions are, I kind of want to share those just to give you some ideas. So if you're not a new year's resolution person, or you do have some of your own, or maybe you're having a hard time thinking of some, here's some, um, options for you. So some that people around the world submitted to this girl, because again, she has thousands and thousands of followers, suggested, number one, to go easier on myself. And I'm not going to number these because then it's going to get too long. To go easier on myself, run a thousand miles, take more pictures of things and moments that make me happy, practice more active listening, practice patience, be nicer to my body, do not drink alcohol to to de-stress, but only when wanting to have fun, learn to cook meditate and read more books, journal daily, use the first hour to clean daily to avoid binge clean, wait, use the first hour to clean daily to avoid binge cleaning once every two weeks. Focus on my health, be more selfish, go to therapy, work on setting boundaries, make my bed every day. Ooh, that's a good one because I do not make my bed. To read one book a month, less social media and dating apps, hang up my clothes, complain less, Lead with curiosity versus judgment. Be better with finances. Manage anxiety better. Unsubscribe from mailing lists instead of deleting emails every day. Quit my job and open my own business. Go you, whoever submitted that. Find self-love again. Be more present in friendships. Start to meditate. Make plans instead of waiting for them. Travel more. One date a month. Drink more water daily. Stretch 10 minutes daily. Care less about other people's opinions about me. Fix my posture. No more self-hate talk. Start a blog. Move my body every morning. Take my vitamins. Stop buying things I don't need. Overthink less. Pay off student loans. Floss more. Add more excitement to my life. And that was it. 
I hope you found those interesting because I did. I definitely almost want to put all of them down. But as we know, when we're setting goals, if we make too many, then it just becomes overzealous and you just can't do it. Oh, yeah. One thing I wanted to add to my New Year's (laughs) resolution slash goals list. I don't know why I keep reading. I guess because I'm reading off papers and it's written like that. Um, I do. I've always said I was going to do word of the day and I've never like I've done it for like a, a week, maybe. But I need to do that because my vocabulary sucks. It sucks so bad. And it really does bother me. Like, cause I really love having intellectual conversations with people and people who do use big words or, you know, you can just tell that they know what they're talking about and they just seem so sophisticated. And I want to do that. I want to sound sophisticated on this podcast for y'all, even though it's funny when I mispronounce shit, I get it. But that was all I had for today. I really appreciate y'all sticking around and for all of y'all who reached out to me and said that you missed the podcast or you love the podcast, that really does mean the world to me that something I'm doing is actually exciting to someone because I'm just over here like, really, you listen to the podcast? (laughs) Um, So there's definitely more to come and I've already got, I've already done some interviews. I've got some great interviews coming up. So I hope y'all love that. Um, Definitely a lot of female empowerment coming up. Um, so stay tuned for all that. I don't know where this podcast will go. Hopefully it'll continue to grow and great content will come out of it and meeting new people and just my friends that are just amazing who have stuff going on. Um, yeah, I just hope it gets better, but we're almost at a year and I can't believe it. Just a couple of breaks that we had in that year because life got hard and <laughs> we all know how that goes. So if you have anything you want me to talk about or anyone you know you want me to interview, definitely shout me out or DM me at Babbles Nonsense. What's well, at Babbles underscore nonsense on Instagram. And you can email me at babblesnonsense at gmail.com always. But until next time, guys, I will see you every Tuesday. Bye.